Hey, what's up, guys? It's the 10th wonder of the world, Jake Smith. And I've been to Target six times this week. I'm the dad bod god, Joey Mayberry. <laughs> You're listening to the Golden Era Podcast. Joey, what's going on? Welcome to 31. I enjoy 31. Um, <laughs> it feels a lot like 30, not quite 32. It's all right. <laughs> It's a weird year. Like, I mean, for me, like when I turned 30, I was like, oh no, it's going to be like an old year. But for me, 31 was the year I started to feel very old, I feel like. Oh yeah, because I did something that no one should ever do. So if you haven't turned 31 yet, don't do what I did and think, would 21-year-old Joey be happy with where 31-year-old Joey is? And I'm like, <laughs> this is a bad thing to think about. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, oh, it's a steady progression. I'm, I feel like I spend more money on anti-aging creams than I do anything else. But like, like I have so much like stupid. So like the cream I use is called like Jack Black, not related to the actor. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I know. Um, as, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, I, I was attracted to the bottles. They're blue. But um, so, but it's great products. They don't pay for this, so <laughs> like, it's not going to go too deep into it. But um, if you're aging like us, I recommend. So, um, You know what I also don't recommend? This is an exclusive for anyone that listens to the Golden Era podcast. Because, Jake, right now, you are getting the ability to see me without a hat. And you and my husband are the only <laughs> one that has seen me without a hat for the past day and a half. And why? Because if you didn't notice, I shaved off my beard. I did notice that. I'm going to hopefully let it grow in even this time. That's my goal in my 30s. <laughs> and um, I decided maybe I'll take off the sides of my no. hair. Um, there is a big old spot <sighs> in the back of my head. So, <laughs> Can you turn around? Can I see it? Uh-huh. Can I see it? Nope, love you. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to the imagination. Um, yeah. it, that is a hard thing to do, though. I well, during the pandemic, um, I was cutting my own hair, and it was t I had like so I do a fade um, when I get my hair cut normally. So like I was putting like an athletic women's headband that like an elasticy thing around my head and going up like inch by inch doing different lengths but the thing is you could tell where i had the headband at different lengths so i really just looked like one of those like ice pops with the different flavors like on each circle so like <laughs> so a little firecracker so... i was picturing like do you remember devo the 80s band that had yep, like... yep. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it pretty much it. so i was very glad to be trapped at home um <laughs> So, oh my gosh. Well, for those of you who don't know, this is the Golden Era Podcast, and Joey and I talk about the women's division of WWE from 2001 on all of the hits. Um, now, that's what I call Divas 2002. So, oh my God, I hope Say You'll Be There by the Spice Girls is on it. Oh my God. Wait, so that is why I wanted the first Now CD, just because it was on it. there. I'm yes! Oh my God. It was so, I, I remember Marcy Playground's Sex and Candy was on it. Yeah. Um, I think Tal on by Smash Mouth was on mm -hmm. it. Tal uh, Bachman, she's so high. Someone on the WWE account tweeted that song lyric this week, and I was like, okay, I know what this is, but I know most of the people seeing this are not going to understand the reference. Like, well, 
most of the WWE social media content workers are probably also early 30s. So <laughs> they're probably listeners of the pod. Share our podcast, WWE. <laughs> Trish Stratus does. <laughs> um, speaking of Trish, she went on like an Instagram spree on my page last week. Um, she liked 10 of my photos and commented on like four of them. Like, I was like, Trish, are you like my biggest fan? 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 fan. <laughs> <laughs> or did she we just like you? What happens next? We're just going to see Jake licking I... his fingers next year at WrestleMania. <laughs> She's going to show up like in a beard costume to the next costume contest. <laughs> holding some sort of China memorabilia. So, like... <laughs> oh, my God. Can you talk to someone at her who represents with Trish Stratus just to make that content for people? Because that's I'm going to. I'm going to. Well, I'm actually trying to speak to someone at Trish Stratus's people in general. But anyway, um, I digress. <laughs> um, oh. So... Let's get to Raw. It's the week of the Royal Rumble. Can you believe it? The Royal Rumble is so early in 2002. I know. I... Can you believe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so we have got a lot of women's appearances this week, which is such a nice change from the week before, where we really only got to see some nipples and some DDTs. So, um, and a backstage pass. <laughs> <laughs> Go so, back and change the title of that episode to Nipples, DDTs, and a Backstage Pass. <laughs> I'm going to edit it. <laughs> um, so up first, we get Stacey Keebler ringside. Um, Bubba Ray Dudley is taking on Spike Dudley. And Stacey doesn't really do much. She just she walks not. out. She didn't even remember her Dudley's t-shirt. I was going to, I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think her luggage was lost because she just had on a simple black tee. She like. <laughs> no, I just. Could you imagine if she was walking down and wearing that just down the ramp? You just see RuPaul in the front going, no more fucking H&M. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm choking. Honestly, she looked like she was going on go-see on America's Next Top Model. So, yeah. yeah. She did have that nice hair that was all straight. The hair was, was great. Mm -hmm. The skirt was cute, too. It was like a little bit of, I think it was like a leather camouflage situation, which... I love a leather skirt. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, so Stacey didn't really get to do too much. She looked great, ready for her go-see, forgot the Dudley's teeth, not a crisis. Um, but yeah. Skirt Stacey? <laughs> skirt Stacey. <laughs> um, we also get Mighty Molly and Tori Wilson ringside also doing nothing. Doing so nothing. Um, I wrote two notes for this one. Mm -hmm. um, my notes were, I want a Mighty Molly figure so damn bad. Mm -hmm. And Billy Gunn, woof. Oh, I forgot oh. how attractive Billy. So for me, my favorite Billy Gunn era is like 2000 November when he returned um, from oh, injury. Yeah, because he was like a little beefier then. He's a little bit more cut here, but it still looks great. Um, I can't wait till Chuck cuts his hair. That's when I was into Chuck. Um, I was never into Chuck. Really? Oh, I like Chuck short hair. That I liked greasy Italian Chuck. Like, <laughs> oh come on, like. Billy looked like a Jack Justin Timberlake or a Lance Bass. Yeah. I was like all for it at that point. He looked awesome. Um, I also did like Tori's um, leaf print shower curtain pants. 
um, that she was wearing. <laughs> like, they look like something you would see, like, at, like, a beach house. Like, your aunt's beach house or something. They were cute, though, so. <laughs> oh, my God, I need sparkling martinis. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, a huge miss by not letting the girls do anything other than just look amazing. So Especially when you have two at ringside. Right. I mean, that's an opportunity. Even like when they, the, the uh, hurricane and Tajiri lost, they just kind of were like, oh, oh, rats. Like, <laughs> next time, hurricane. <laughs> Try better. Um, <laughs> so we are saved though, because what's next is honestly one of my all time favorite segments and it is not talked about much no. and i'm not sure why it's not talked about much because it's so good um so stephanie i don't know if you hear what she's saying <laughs> she's backstage and she's speaking to the people and she needs more backstage passes can you do your job for a second please i need to have backstage passes <laughs> <laughs> she's on a kick Shit, and the, the only cure is a backstage pass. And she already has one on. She <laughs> like, does, but she needs more. They're, they're like her little Pokemon cards. She's got to catch them all. She needs them. What if she was going to make a whole trendy outfit? Like stickers, well-placed, all down the pants. Mm, that, that is a fashion moment. That is. Stephanie could get away with that. So with some crimped hair, I'd be down for it. Um. So anyway, then Deborah comes moseying on it. No backstage pass for Deborah. She's well, welcome. She's Stone Cold's she, wife. She can do she, whatever she wants. She's got those metallic decals on the leather outfit. Um, it's a cute look for her. So Stephanie, you know, obviously a little, a little irked by the presence of Deborah. Um, despite them, I don't think really having much interaction ever. Maybe no. being on, like in the alliance, but like not even speaking ever really then. Um, it's like, oh, hey, Deborah. Um, you know, uh, I just wanted to let you know that um, my husband Triple H is gonna um, win the Royal Rumble and beat your husband. So Deborah takes an exception, and she thinks that her husband Stone Cold is gonna whip your husband's butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, come to think about it, I do have something to say. My husband Stone Cold is gonna whip your husband's butt. <laughs> but can we talk about the two crucial things that happened in this promo, which uh -huh. are Steffi. Debbie. <laughs> I don't think so, Steffi. <laughs> well, I know so, Debbie. I loved that. So, like, they get into this little, like, cute shoving thing that escalates, obviously. But, like, they're calling each other, well... I I think so, Steffi. Well, I know so, Debbie. Debbie. <laughs> and they're just shoving each other. And it gets to a point where Stephanie just shoves Deborah, and Deborah loses her cool. And she's like, uh-uh, and she gives one of the Man. best bitch slaps I've ever seen. Women special <laughs> 627 slap. Um, Stephanie slaps back, and then it turns into this awesome cat fight. I'll kill you! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, this is escalating. It got very violent. Very violent. <laughs> it's so good. And then um, they pulled the two women apart, and Deborah slaps one of the men who grabbed her, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was so Sever was not getting a lot of screen time at this time. So I really feel like she tried to make the most of any opportunity she got. And she crushed it in this scene. She did. It was wonderful. It was magical. It was everything I need from women's wrestling. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I question, though, is what was that argument? Like, why did it even happen? Because the escalation (laughs) went from my husband's going to kick your husband's butt to my husband's going to throw your husband over the top (laughs) rope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I'm not really sure how we got to this point. I mean, it, it, like if I was Deborah, I'd just be like, Oh, I don't, I don't watch men's wrestling. Like, <laughs> like, but, um, I mean, if anything, I think they were, I think I'm probably wrong. I think WWE was like, we have to get the gays invested in the Royal Rumble match. There's no women in it. So, <laughs> And that's also false. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, but it, it was a weird argument, um, but it led to an iconic brawl. I loved the interaction between Deborah and Stephanie, and I'm very upset we didn't get more of it in their time there. So, so little backstage thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for the match in Vegas, Tommy and I were actually talking about cutting a promo on each other and doing something mm-hmm. backstage at the show the night prior and just doing something fun. So we watched this promo and we were like, yes. let's do this promo. Didn't do it, but we watched this. This was going to oh, be a reference. So good. Oh my God. If you guys ever do another match, you have to do it. Oh my God. The worst part is, is we can't do like Steffi Debbie things because we both end in Y already. So it just doesn't work. Oh yeah. Tommy. Joey. (laughs) (laughs) My husband. (laughs) I'm going to whip your husband's butt. Um, Oh God, that's so good. You don't have a husband. That's that's (laughs) some daddy diva things. Um, so anyway, so it got pretty intense with uh, backstage there. Um, oh wait, why isn't this charging? I just noticed my computer's not charging and I can't have it die in the middle of the program. No, that's um, my job. I'm the one that randomly falls off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So in addition to that, we get a number one contenders match with Jacqueline and Jazz. Um, so Trish is on commentary for this matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, I, side note, I love her blue boots. Um, I love this lucky. era of Trish Stratus where she had that very nice, like her gear always had that perfect, like you that just yes. her like formed perfectly. Even the dresses they made were just like custom ones that had that same you. Yeah. Perfect. So good. She looked incredible. Um, and you know, she was really playing up the face stuff well. Are you, are you nervous? Are you excited? You look nervous and excited. Just, it's so good. And I, I loved her hair, too, when she didn't have the cowboy hats on. And yep. she would come out, like, so styled well. Um, so then we get Jacqueline versus Jazz. And this is, honestly, I think pretty historic. Um, there were not a lot of African-American versus African-American women matches. So right. it's huge that this was, like, happening on Raw. Yes, and can we also say this was like one of the best hair moments I have seen Jacqueline have. Oh my god, it looked so good. 
so good. She had it like, it was her normal braids, but I'm mm -hmm. not sure exactly how she styled it, but it looked like just perfection. It's like, I would sop that up with a biscuit. It looked, I, I, everything just was really working for her. She had this gold shimmery top on too, which mm -hmm. gold is a great color on her. Um, and it, everything just really meshed. And everything with jazz, I think, looked great too. I love that mustard color. Because the thing is, mustard is not like a pretty color, but it looks nice um, on her. And mm -hmm. I think it just shows, it's like, it's, it's like, a, it's just like not a, it's not a pretty color, but it's like a mean color. I don't know. I wouldn't I, say mustard. I would go with like Dijon. Dijon. <laughs> it's a gray poupon. Call it a gray poupon. Do um, you have any gray poupon? <laughs> I, yeah, that makes sense. It's like a Dijon colored, uh, Dijon. <laughs> Dijon, get the tables. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, so she's got, <laughs> she's got this, a Dijon colored gear on, um, and th this match is really not long. I think it's like maybe a minute and a half to be oh, honest. Oh, it's three minutes. Three, three minutes? Three minutes. Okay. Because I wrote that down because the amount of stuff they put into this match. Like, Holy crap. It was a classic for like the amount of time they had. I know. Also, everyone like comments about Stacey Keebler having such a great spin kick. Mm. Not compared to Jackie. No. No. Jackie's, Jackie's is windmill kick is fierce. I like that we got to see Jackie utilize a lot of kicks in general in this match. Um, mm. I think it kind of showed like, hey, she had to break out some different maneuvers that she doesn't traditionally do. Um, well, because she doesn't, the other type of the other women, you know, honestly, like aren't always on the skill level that like someone like Jazz is. So I think Jack for Jacqueline, this was probably a lot of fun. I, know, to wrestle I wish someone they like would have given them five minutes. Just five minutes. I agree. I wonder what segment. I'm going to kill whatever segment cut into them. Probably Triple H. No, so. it was you, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... It, it was a really um, hard-hitting match. Um, you know, both women looked really strong in it. But again, the ending... That The ending, it did not match the rest of the match. That's because the a fisherman suplex is not a finisher. No, it's not. Oh, it, it just it wasn't it. But it's fine. It didn't take anything away from the match itself. Um, I loved a lot of moments. That I loved the shoves um, in this match. So mm -hmm. I like like that was fun. I loved the beginning of the match too. I loved the way Jazz would begin her matches and just like go right up to her opponent and be like, yeah, it was a fight. Around. It wasn't a match. Whew. Tough. Tough, tough, tough. Um, so, but it was really fun. But then, at the end of the match, Jazz does not even celebrate. She goes right outside the ring, and Trish is getting up ready to, like, confront her, and she shoves Trish into the chair. She does, and this little, like, just back-and-forth shove was so much more emotionally investing than, yeah. like, anything I've seen in wrestling in the past few weeks, because I'm just like, Oh, these two want to fight like that. Yeah, I was like, that was aggressive. Um, like I, like I, I think this is a continuation of what we were seeing the week before with Jazz. Is just like she's tired of the diva stuff. She just wants to fight. So she's like, I think this was like her way of saying, like Trish, bring it at the Royal Rumble. One hundred percent. But do you know what this match also features? What? My creepy king moment of the week. Ooh, yay. Sponsored <laughs> by Stacker 2. But um, this one was directed at Trish. 
And she was at commentary, and King says, oh, Jackie is quite the handful, isn't she? <laughs> and then he goes, well, you're quite the handful, too, aren't you, Trish? And Trish says nothing. Um, I faced Jackie before. That's a, that's a handful, all right. And, uh... Oh, she's a handful, all right. But don't sell yourself, sure. You're quite a handful yourself. Yeah, nobody there for jazz on that exchange. That. She does not acknowledge that. <laughs> She's calling the police. <laughs> yeah, like, on the Good for her. Someone stop him. <laughs> I have to go. Jazz, can you just shove me so I get injured and like have to get escorted out of here, please? Like, Jazz was actually helping her. Like, yep. that's, so now we know that. Um, but yeah, no, it was it a lot for a three minute whatever segment. They packed a lot of action into it and they continued a storyline. So love it ready for it this is i'm invested yes um so also on raw stephanie is bitching to triple h about her encounter with debbie um and like the best filming of a backstage segment i think i've seen ever like the setup of it was perfect Mm -hmm. she he's like in the mirror right and like she comes like and she's like oh that woman yeah but she's just like complaining in the background and then whenever she really needs to put an emphasis in she just pops up over his shoulder like really (laughs) she's like do you know what she said woman hunter look at my eye you see that the makeup is all run <laughs> so it was just i think this is a really great way of just like continuing that like stephanie is annoying as hell triple h is like more focused now he's not he does not want to get sidelined again he does not want to have another beautiful day video he is just here to wrestle and he's just tired of stephanie's crap um and later he says to seth he's going out to the ring alone 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 Oh, I was hoping you would pick up on the Spongebob reference there. Oh, 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 I get it now. <laughs> it took me a second. Um, I, I, I was, uh, my head was alone somewhere else. I know when I get you alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I can't with that song. I love it, but I can't. Um, all right. Uh, so let's move on to SmackDown. Um, so this is the final show before the Royal Rumble. Um, and Tori Wilson is at ringside for Tajiri versus sexual Billy Gunn. Um, and um, Tori is just dragged out. She doesn't get to do much, except I noticed some more problems in this relationship. He like takes oh. his belt off and he's like, hold the belt to Tori. She's like not prepared. She's like... Re- Gaining her composure after mm-hmm. being dragged down the ramp in heels, <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, I'll hold your belt too." Ah, oh. so um, poor Tori. You know, like he's asking a lot. Like, yeah. give her a second. Like, please give her a belt also. Um, but like, not your belt though. Like the diva's belt. But um, anyway. I so it's, it's tragic. But anyway, it's so Tori. Tori is there. Um, also on SmackDown, Lillian Garcia is back behind the mic interviewing again. Um, love me a Lillian interview. She um, stumbled in this, but she did oh. not fall. So are you going to be up to facing Jackie for, oh, excuse me, Jazz? When you face Jacqueline, excuse me, Jazz. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen when you're at the Rumble and you're facing an intensity like Jazz Intense? 
<laughs> so she is um but she, i will say even despite her stumble she she made her redeemed herself because her acting it's not talked about much in this segment but i noticed it i paid attention to mm -hmm. the acting she brought she was ready she's like lights camera action i'm ready mm -hmm. um so trish doesn't even get to answer lillian's question um because jazz attacks her from behind and someone i can't tell if it was lillian or trish goes whoop <laughs> like, well, as Trish is getting her ass beat, Lillian's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, Help! Oh, and then one of the most iconic moments in golden era women's history. Because I still cringe every mm -hmm. single time when Jazz throws Trish onto that crate and then slams the lid down on her oh. hand. I was like, oh. Ow. Like, I think we've all slammed our hand in some crap before. So I think everyone could feel that pain of what was happening. And storyline-wise, Jazz had broken Trish's hand in this right. moment. Now, did Trish actually break her hand in real life? I feel like I've read that somewhere. And they worked it into the story, but I'm not, I'm not positive. I mean, that's cool. The thing that I want to know out of all of this is how did they make that not break her hand? Yeah, that's what I'm like. I was like, I was like, was there a stopper somewhere? Like, yeah. What did she like have one of those hands on a stick? That was, like, <laughs> <holding>? <laughs> that's what I, it was like. One of those, like, it was like glove filled with popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, Trish. Wait, 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 wait. Why popcorn? You never did that, like, in elementary school? Like, on Halloween, I remember. Like, I don't know why it was hands, but I remember, like, it was, like, there was one Halloween, I think it was, like, in second grade, and we had, they were telling a spooky story. And there were bags of like, and there was a story about a monster. And they're like, they found the dismembered monster. Ooh, inappropriate for second graders. Um, yeah. And they're like, and here are some of his body parts. And they were like, his eyes. And it was like peeled grapes in a bag. And like, you put your hand in the bag and like feel them. Oh, yeah. Like his hands. And it was like gloves filled with popcorn. I, I really don't know why popcorn, but um, well, I, oh, I know why, because at the end, we ate everything. So everyone got a it's glove filled with, easy. yeah, everyone got a glove filled with popcorn. So <laughs> I remember, but it was a, like, it was a weird hodgepodge of like food though. Like the hair was spaghetti. Yeah. Like, like in theory, like eating grape spaghetti and like popcorn actually kind of gross. <laughs> like, it all goes in the same place. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're in second grade. They don't give a shit. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, but they will shit. Um, so, <laughs> so, so Trisha's popcorn hand. Trisha's popcorn hand gets slammed in this crate. It's broken. She's screaming and she's selling this so good. And the mm -hmm. best part, Jazz gets in her face. See you Sunday, champ! See you Sunday, champ! Holy shit. And then Lillian continues her Oscar-worthy performance because she goes, Oh my God, Trish, are you okay? Are you okay? Help! Help! Somebody help! We need some help! Oh my God, are you okay? Oh. <laughs> it was so. Everything about this just worked so well. I wonder if they had to fight for this segment because this is a level of intensity we hadn't really seen in the women's division at this time yet, in terms of like an injury or something like that.
I think it was just like that entire attitude of because we see Trish come in and aside from like China Lita, Ivory Jacqueline, there weren't really many women they were marketing as like wrestlers or hardcore right. people. So Jazz coming in, I think the best way that you can make her look like a badass is just, hey, go in there and beat the fuck out of Trish Stratus. Yeah. So that's how it works. Hell yeah. I mean, and what's crazy too though is Jazz did an incredible job of making sure you knew who the hell she was. Mm -hmm. um, she's getting a pay-per-view match, like, which normally would be like, wow, that that's fast. Like, if this happened today, I'd be like, oh, really? This is so fast. But, because, like, Jazz had not, she was at the Survivor Series, but she really honestly hasn't even been on TV a month yet. No. Um, so, you know, it's quick, it's fast, but you know what? She's doing a damn good job. You're going to remember her and know exactly who the hell she is. Right. Um, it's so good. Such a great segment. I don't know any women's wrestling fan who dislikes this segment. And if you do, turn off the pod. Um, unsubscribe. But, <laughs> unsubscribe. Um, but incredible segment. Really, honestly, I think got even non-women's wrestling fans interested in their match at the Royal Rumble. Invested. Like, mm -hmm. I was ready for it after this. Like, also, this week, though, two iconic segments in one week. Like, that's Seriously, we are being fed. Like, <laughs> I'm stuffed, full of popcorn hands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's get to the Royal Rumble because the women came to deliver at this pay-per-view. Um, pleasantly spread. I mean, okay, so like to be straight honesty, during this era, women sometimes were not even featured on pay-per-views. We're going to get to pay-per-views where there's not a woman to be seen. Right. Um, which normally Joey and I would be excited about, but he, this time, not so much. No, not <laughs> my entertainment. Mm -mm. But the ladies are at this pay-per-view, and we have A-list names all over the place. So let's get into it. Our first woman making an appearance is Stacey Keebler, and she is wearing one of my favorite Stacey Keebler gears, the glittery Dudley special pay-per-view gears. Um... <laughs> This one's for pay-per-view. It's sparkly. It's sparkly. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, that's why I love that. Like, I was like, it was like, oh, it's glittery. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, uh, although that shit probably got all over her other clothes. <laughs> like, right. Half of the stuff that I own is covered in glitter. It's <laughs> so she comes out. Um, the Dudleys are getting a tag team championship match rematch against Taz and Spike Dudley, the most random team ever. Um, and you know she's mostly just clapping along at ringside, doing her thing. But Wait, question, really quick, before you tell what Stacy did, I don't know this Spike Dudley. Is that the same person as Aspider? Oh, that is Aspider. Correct. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. I wrote the wrong thing in my notes. What okay. am I thinking? As yes. No. Ass biter, um, whose finisher is biting into the meaty ass of his opponents. Um, so, so Joey and I will be signing up for the match. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so ass biter and um, Taz um, are in the match. Now, Stacy gets on the ring apron at one point in the match, and she is just arguing with Taz. She is sick of his shit. She's tired of it, and she goes to slap him. Now, Taz ducks the slap um, and pulls Stacey Keebler into the Taz mission, and the yelp she lets out. No! No! The Taz mission! <laughs> I thought a dog died. I thought a dog died, and then she gets hit from behind, or oh! Taz does by Bubba, and falls to the floor. She flies! 
she flies but can can i get a round of applause just really quick because for the first time since we've been doing this show stacy was just regularly assaulted instead of yes. sexually assaulted oh my god i'm you know i'm here for the physical assault yeah. I, I think i'd prefer that to the sexual assault any day so i am glad see this is this is the type of stuff i'd be okay with like stacy getting if like you know like she's involved in the match like i don't want to see her pants pulled down i don't want to see her ass bitten um yeah. <laughs> i don't want to see her kissed um right. taking a bump all for it um mm -hmm. and she served and the crowd popped for it because they wanted to see stacy get a move done to her not an ass biting um and it was it was a cool segment uh, a, a cool little moment for her of course the dudleys lose um but the real star of the show for me was Stacey Keebler. Oh, of course. Um, taking that. And like a ring apron, like flying off the ring apron is like a pretty legit bump too. I mean, it's falling on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like falling on the floor. Like, and like also she was like in another move prior mm -hmm. to like the fall. So I don't know, Stacey, she killed it. She looked awesome. Um, this is just for anybody who, lis who is listening that's never, you know, wrestled and thinks that it's easy. Just fall on the floor at your house. Go ahead. Go. Better yet, fall. get on your couch and then fall mm -hmm. on the floor of your house and then see how mm -hmm. you can. Also, try your roof as well. So, <laughs> um, disclaimer: we are not responsible <laughs> if you do. <laughs> oh man! So, um, so Stacy, she delivers. Um, now up next, we got a women's championship match that we've been looking forward to, and a little bonus. We've got a guest referee for this match, and it's our girl Jacqueline. I don't know why. I'm okay yeah, I, with I'm, it. I'm here for it. You know, she was doing a little bit of refereeing during this time period for some reason. I guess they didn't know what to do with her. Um, so I mean, I'm I'm fine with her getting some TV time. It's very random. Um, what was the game? Was it WrestleMania 18 where she, her alternate attire was a referee gear? I think so. I have to double check that to be honest, but I'm pretty okay. sure it was that one. She was only in like a handful of games and it has to be that one. Cause I know she didn't have alternate attires in the other ones. Cause in one of them, it was the same one where you finally got mighty Molly. So it might've it's, been. It's that one. It's that one. It's that one. Yeah. So yeah, so that's so that tracks. Cause it's around this time period. Um, yeah. You know, and she's serving. She looks great. I love the referee here. Um, it's just, it's random, but you know, honestly, if they were going to have a guest referee, I guess she's the best choice for this. Her or Terry, who honestly, I would love to see what her referee gear looks like. So <laughs> it's just a thong and black and white. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, um, but she's the guest referee. Um, and I love that. Oh, so I totally forgot to mention, um, backtracking to Raw a little bit. Um, I loved her pop when they announced her hometown. I love a hometown pop. So anyway, Yay. back to the Royal Rumble. Um, so Jazz um, comes up first. She's got like a glittery tiger print thing on. So I love it because there's some glitter. Um, and, and this is probably one of her more memorable years. I know she did a photo shoot in it. Possibly. But I, I can't think about Jazz's gear because my favorite Trish gear is in this match. The purple one? I love the purple. Oh my God, I loved it. It's so cute. It's a purple is a great color for. And this is actually another iconic Trish gear. I know she did. I know she did a photo shoot in this. I've seen this fucking purple look so many times. But it and it's an iconic Trish gear. Um, iconic. And, and I'm so upset. The only figure they put it out in was that atrocious looking 
thing. It's offensive. They need to stop. And I, they, I hope Mattel remakes. Oh, oh. Um, I, this is a figure of this thing, but so we know what colors the Trish, Trish is the variant in the elite set coming up, just so you guys Ooh. know. So we get true Trish tires. Now, one of them is listed as pink and black. Um, so that opens a variety of options, but the yeah. other attire is listed as Canadian, which is confusing because the only Canadian attire I can think of is WrestleMania 18, which has already been released. Yeah, but that was just a basic though, right? Yeah, but like I can't see them making an elite. I that. could. They'll give her like the flag, the hat, the everything. Okay. If it has all that shit, yeah, then that's fine. See, I was th the only other thing I could think of was her SummerSlam 2019, which is somewhat Canadian because I know it has that... I don't know what it's called. I'm so sorry, people. The Toronto Tower thing on it, on the titles. Oh, I don't know. I'm just still boycotting. Well, who am I kidding? I'm going to freaking buy it. But until they give me my <laughs> WrestleMania 18 Lita, I'm going to stay mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, stay strong. Um, so, uh, so... But, but honestly that would make sense though because if that's the if that's the um variant the other one has to be her survivor series 2001 look true you know so so i don't know there's a variety of options she's worn pink and black a lot so just give us the damn pictures um but anyway um <laughs> so this um this match is really good honestly and I know I've said this before on the podcast, but Trisha's strongest showing to date. <laughs> like, I mean, 100%. There's not really... I mean, the only other one I can think of that might have shown more Trish was possibly the one against Molly on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. That, that was another really good one. I think the thing with Jazz, though, is in this match, I really believed Trish... Trish for me, anyway, Trish is kind of known as an underdog, which is funny because she's usually on top. But... This was the first match for me where it really clicked, like, wow, Trish is really this underdog. She doesn't have a chance in this right. match. This match, though, I don't know who put it together. The only thing that I really was like, oh, I love this, was their, like, rolling pin spot that oh, they did. so good. And it wasn't, I, what I loved is it wasn't, like supposed to be like erotic or anything like usually like those are like in the girls matches they're like woohoo like this was like they were crisp like roll-ups like like they okay like i'm trying to win this like i'm not trying to be sexy like they were right. so and trisha's sunset flip was really good too in this match too that was really good that was really crisp what got me though was just the way that it was set up because you had um jazz got distracted by jacqueline and they got into like a little bit of a tiff oh and then it was a slow count after was it the um sunset that she did that i think the push was after the sunset okay yeah. um but then they did the this slow count spot trish hits the stratisfaction jazz mm. kicks out immediately amazing I, and turns into a pin of her own yeah, and turns it into a pen of her own, and then comes back up, DDT's Trish, Trish kicks out immediately, and then they go to the corner, and Trish does a bulldog and gets the win, and it's like, what? Yeah, I didn't, see, like, it, it was, the ending of this is a little tough for me, um, especially since we just saw Jazz kick out of the Stratisfaction, which for me was like, oh shit, like, mm -hmm. she's, she's a legit challenge, for Trish, like Trish has never battled someone like this yet. Right. Um, and 
what I loved is that like it really just showed like okay, girls better be on notice. Um, so the bulldog for me wasn't the way I would have. I would have debuted the check kick, honestly. Was that at this point? Like, I think she was. So there? she was doing the chick kick in matches, but it wasn't like it wasn't a highlight move. They weren't really calling it the chick kick. She was just doing it. I think she won like one or two matches with it, but it wasn't at the level. Like she wasn't kicking as high as she did with it at this point. Like it was like hitting like maybe like shoulder level. Okay. Um, so it wasn't to the point where you know, like we know the chick kick is like a legitimate move. Um, so I don't know. I would have debuted something like that. I would have had, I would have honestly probably had to end in a no contest. Um, right. You know, like I think that might've been even better. So, but it, but it was, it, it was a nice way to kind of continue it in some aspect. Like, okay, well, Trish has found a counter. So, but I, and the other hand, it's going to show jazz is going to come back even harder. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the ending was weird. Um, I would have liked to see, something with the hand come into play besides jazz really doing that rope spot where she was, was punishing it that was really it and that one um trish went for a ddt and jazz yeah. turned inside out and smashed her into the yes mat. yeah that was good yeah that was good that um, was good but then that bulldog at the very end though i keep going back to it because king kept screaming satisfaction mm -hmm. screaming <laughs> satisfaction he also called a ddt a bulldog and oh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. It, the, yeah, the ending, I agree. It wasn't my favorite ending to the match, but I think also, I guarantee you they were limited on the time they were given. So they were like, okay, the ending needs to be quick. So like, I think what they were going for was like Trish caught her by surprise with that and Jazz wasn't prepared. I guess so. I think maybe like a quick Jackie count might have been a better way to do this. Uh, yeah, or, yeah. Or even like, I wrote down my last note on this match was Jazz should have won TBH. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, to be honest, like I, I think I would have had Jazz win too. Um, just to like really continue that dominance. I wouldn't have had her get pinned. Um, I don't think it hurt her in the long run. Um, but you know, I, I think I would have had her uh win the match or a no contest. So, but it was but honestly, it, it's such a great match. I don't know. Really? I loved it. It's a good match. Like, it's a solid little match. Would mm -hmm. I say great? No. Oh, I loved it. I See, for me, like, I this is one of those ones that, like, I'll go back to and, like, rewatch again for funsies. Um, see, when I think of, like, Trish versus Jazz feud, I'm not going to go back and watch this match. I'm going to go watch Jazz smash Trish's hand in that crate. On <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, so we get, but the good news is though, um, they they do progress in the ring together too, and we you're gonna see Jazz versus Trish a lot over the next couple of months. And some of those matches, you're gonna see it. I'm gonna call a bunch of those iconic. This one, I'm not gonna. Okay, know. fair enough, fair enough. Um, but yeah, no. So, but it was really the first Jazz Trish match. Um, right person one, who knows? But um, anyway, it's but, good. It's good. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. Not <laughs> so um yeah so trish is still the women's champion at the royal rumble um but that is not the end of the women for the night we've got a little no. surprise so fast forward to the royal rumble match now this is an all men's match um 
So the Undertaker is out there, and he is like Monster Heel Undertaker at this time. Um, he's just like eliminating people left and right as they come out. And the buzzer goes off. He's waiting for his next person. And it is the return of Matt Hardy, who is accompanied by our favorite Lita. Uh, and they kiss. Oh, yeah. All is right in Hardy's and Lita world. I guess they worked out their problems. I guess they called Dr. Drew. He sat them down and was like, let's work this out. Let's talk it out. Hash it out. Um, and yeah, Matt Hardy is returning with Lita in his corner, which is honestly awesome to see. And I just like love the reaction of the crowd when they come out. Who's the victim? Oh, the crowd erupted. Like, it was insane. And then, just a testament, and I will say this till I'm blue in the face, Lita was ten times more over than the Hardy Boys were. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Well, would she? So she gets involved in the match physically, too. Yeah. Um, Undertaker is going to chokeslam Matt Hardy, and Lita climbs up, and the crowd erupts. She jumps off the rope, gets caught with the Undertaker's hand, and he turns his attention towards her, and she kicks him in the groin again, and the crowd is loving it. I wrote, how did Taker not see that dick kick coming again? He's got it before. Like, come on, pay attention. You know the repertoire. Like, Yeah, I get it. Like, you're the dead man, but are you the brain dead man? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, then Jeff Hardy is the next entrant, um, and... A really cool spot happens here where Matt and Jeff are stomping away at Undertaker and Lita slides in the way and all of Team Extreme is just kicking his ass literally. And the crowd screams when she yeah. comes in the ring. It's like so good. And so the referee is like pulling her on and she's like, so fuck your rules, man! So like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, so like Taker eventually like gets the upper hand and unfortunately the Hardys and Lita are on the shelf again we won't see them again for another month which is stupid um, i know especially just because oh it irks me as a wrestling fan and someone who is a wrestler someone who's worked on promoting mm -hmm. shows and booking shows you've got this crowd screaming for this woman put the belt on her <laughs> yeah like i'm I, I don't understand like i get lita has said before like i didn't need the title but we wanted you with it. Like, we love you. Like, so she's so over. It's incredible. Um, and it, even though they didn't, this was like a one night thing for now. Um, it was awesome to see Lita back in the ring um, and kicking some ass. Uh-huh. 100%, 100%, 100. <laughs> so that wraps it up for um, this week of all the women. A lot of women stuff. Um, a lot of action, a lot of historic, iconic segments. Um, I'm happy as a women's wrestling fan this week. Yes. We were well fed this week. We needed this week compared to last week. We're just like, please, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> last week, we're like, um, so the super soakers, they were green. So, <laughs> so. I Nope. Uh, no. Oh, man. All right. So for this week's Figure This, guys, um, you know, we thought it'd be appropriate um, since it is still Joey's birthday week as we're recording this. Um, and, um, you know, we saw a return of the Royal Rumble. Joey, what figure are we talking about in Figure This this week? 
We are referencing, talking about, conversating about the exclusive Jax Points Lita that you had to send away for. It's Lita's Woo! first figure. Amazing. It is. And this is honestly one of my all-time favorite figures. It's so good. And, like, you can tell that this was, like, my favorite figure back in the day because I had to color her boobs back in with red Sharpie because she did Aww. so many insults. Yeah, th and honestly, this one wasn't a bad figure to do the moon cells because she's got a little bit of a back arch too. Exactly, because so, like, you can just do with the knees, and she's in perfect moon salt position. Yeah, like. the detail. I would describe this figure as like a Jack's version of an elite figure. Um, yeah, if that makes any sense. There's a lot of detail on it, um, and the mold is like custom to this gear. You can tell, like it actually looks like something she had worn at that time. Um, and she's got the boot, even the shoes, like they have like kind of like a tiger, white tiger print on them at the bottom. Um, so it, it's honestly all around and awesome. It's got her tattoo even too, which is so badass. Um, but it was a really big deal. I remember them announcing that Lita had a figure coming out. Um, so there were two, these attitude points thing, just so you guys aren't familiar, because now they probably would never make their fans do this. But um they made us like buy figures and cut out little squares on the boxes of different points. And some figures were worth more points. Right. Um, some were worth a certain amount. I think I want to say Lita was like 50 attitude points or something like that. Like, I, it's either 50 or 100. Yeah. So, oh, so she's 100 because Kurt Angle was 50. There was a okay. Kurt Angle attitude points exclusive as well. Um, and his had like, and it's true, it's true, sure. Um, but there were like a million Kurt Angles coming out at this time. So like, I mean, well, like I didn't care in general, but like, right. uh, um, like Lita was the figure everyone wanted. So you had to save up your points. You had to cut out like a bunch of boxes. Sucks if you're a mock collector, um, but you had to cut out the boxes and then you had to mail away to get this Lita figure. Um, mail away your little coupons, um, pray they don't get lost in the mail, and then it was shipped to you like weeks later in yeah. a little plastic baggie. Um, <laughs> that was literally it. I was so excited. It's just, oh, in a manila envelope. It, yeah, it, like, like, it was like, it was, the packaging was like a Happy Meal toy. Like, it yeah. was like, like, it was like, and like, I think the bag had something printed on it, like, that's just like in black text, like, attitude points, Lita. Um, yeah. um, so, but it, honestly, I didn't even care because I just wanted the figure. And it was an awesome figure. It still is. It's hold. It's held up great because like yeah. this figure was played with when I was a child. Like mm -hmm. her arm swings a little bit, but she's Aww. doing good. She's steady. <laughs> now, as we've discussed on the podcast before, the body was used many times for many different Litas. Um, I actually was pissed because I remember when I got my Lita, they announced like a Lita you didn't have to save up shit for, like the week I got mine, and I was like, oh, I've okay. only got. I was debate. So I would like opinions um, mm -hmm. from you and anyone who wants to tag me on Twitter or just leave a comment somewhere. I've got four of these body leaders. I've got this one. I've got the Hardy Boys. I've got the Zebra Pen. Then I've got the green from the Raw exclusive. Which the Hardy Boys one? Is that the neon one? No, it's the one with the Hardy Boys on the top. Okay, so the, oh, the, the blue. Okay, it's like it's supposed to be purple and it's like looks more blue and she's wearing jeans. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So wait, which one? Okay, so you have the green top from Raw, the Hardy's one. What was the other one? The zebra print? 
zebra print. Okay, zebra print. So I know there's like a neon that was in a three pack with the Hardys too. The neon and it's got green. terrifying eyes, mm -hmm. horrifying eyes. Um, <laughs> there's also a pink one that's like no way out. Yes, like a light pink top almost. Yes. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Um, there's one with like this weird Rorschach test print on the front of it. Yes, I know what you're talking about. That one doesn't have her tattoo, which is a big thing. Oh, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the and sad people who bought that one? I don't know. I feel bad for them. Uh, but there's that. And those are like the ones that I don't have. And I'm debating. I'm like, do I oh, yeah, need all of these different yeah. I here's the thing. I so Joey, you're such a big Lita fan. I think it's worth having them just to have them. I mean, you could probably like get some of these for like relatively like okay pricing. Like oh, I found the Rorschach and the neon green Lita for 15 bucks on eBay as a pack. Oh book. shit. As together? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I would get that. Oh, so the Rorschach one was also in, I guess there was another Hardy's and Lita box set um with them the hardys in purple shirts and i think this was like a kmart exclusive i kind of remember this you know what's okay. also interesting about this um the green figure lita is uh -huh. the it was the kind of like ivory because this uh, that figure also got released with test as a two -pack. yeah and um famous scenes um it was based off of their fully i actually love that set um it was based off of their fully loaded match which is one of my favorite matches by the way um, yet with the Hardys and Lita versus Trish and uh, TNA. Um, and I was disappointed we didn't get a Trish, but um, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, no, that that is a re-release as well. Um, that the, that drop set is so fucking lazy. Um, yep. Oh, oh, this is a custom. Never mind. There's I found one in like an American flag top. I'm like I don't remember this. No, that's a custom. That's a custom, and Lita would never wear them. So, yeah, I think punk rock and wear the American flag. I think you named all of the ones with this body, and because then they eventually like got to some different looks for her. But yeah, no, I think you should get all these. I think it'd just be fun to see them all lined up. I know. I'm just like I can already like hear Tyler rolling his eyes from the other room. You could decorate your Christmas tree with them, like all different Litas. Oh, I, I can hear the eyes rolling louder. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's okay. Like, well, our tree, so like, my husband really wanted it to be like classy. And like, then I started collecting, you know, those like elf ornaments of the divas? Yep. I've got the um, Trish and Lita. Mm -hmm, they're amazing. Um, so I have everyone except Natty and Naya. So what oh, turned into that one? Yeah, in 2018, 2018, they put out, like, everybody. Okay. Um, so the only ones I don't have, because I started collecting them in, like, 2020. So I've been, like, looking on, like, eBay for, like, whenever anyone sells them. So I've been able to find all the older ones um, every once in a while. The only people I don't have are Nia Jackson Natty. If you have them and don't want them, let me know. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> um, so, but, yes, yeah, so, like, our tree has turned into this shit. So, <laughs> and they're heavy, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, oh, my branches. Um, yeah, exactly. They're like little clay things. Yeah. Oh, my God. The juice hill. So, anyway. But um, I think you should get the Litas. I'm in favor of it. Don't get the Tories. Um, so. I might get my, the one Tory that had this bot. No, there was two. There was a blue and a pink, right? There's three. 
Oh. Um, there's blue, the main event one that was the WrestlingSuperstore.com exclusive, the pink one with um, Billy Gunn, um, and the Divas three-pack one, which is with Stacey, Trish, and Tori, which is my favorite set. And she's where it's like kind of similar to the Attitude Points one, but it's like a magenta colored. Okay. So it's like close to the coloring of Lita's, but like more pinkish. Um, so very random. But um, yeah, no, there's a few um, Tories with this body too. Fortunately, those are the only ones. Um, but yeah, no, this body, they beat to death. So Yes, they did. So, but it was a good body, solid mold, um, amazing figure. This first action figure, historic artifact. If you don't have it, please get it. It's findable. It's all over eBay. It really it's is. And not expensive either. I think they're like 10 bucks. I haven't seen this one for 10. I see them usually for like at least 20 or 30. Oh, okay. Oh, if you go. find a 10, Jake will post the link on golden era underscore pod. I will, which is where you can follow our podcast, everyone. Yes. Um, Joey, where can people follow you? Um, you can follow me at Joey underscore Mayberry on Instagram and Twitter, Joey.Mayberry on TikTok. I do ring the bell every single Saturday. It's live. Come check it out. And um, I'm just all over social media. If you type my name in Google, you'll find me. I'm there. <laughs> and if you search gay Twitter, you'll also find him. <laughs> you'll find more of my husband, but you'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Jake not Jacob Smith on Twitter at Jake isn't Jacob. Um, if you're my name is not Jacob if you're not following along. Um, and you can occasionally find me on the Ring the Bell channel with Ring the Bell Lives. Um, and of course here, um, uh, we mentioned it already, but Golden Era underscore Pod. I just like that. I remember it now. Um, so, and also in addition to that, please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a review. Five stars is the best. It helps us move up in those power rankings. Cruiserweight title, cruiserweight title, cruiserweight <laughs> we're, title. We're getting so close to it. The 205 Life Division is gone. It's our time. So. Our time. Our time. Yeah, enough of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, Joey, anything else? Um, uh, Jesus, now. <laughs> <laughs> Have a golden week, everybody. Hey.